I gotta get my pre oh. my pre show stretch Episode every week, man. Thirty three. Episode thirty three. Welcome to Final Take, a conversation podcast about movies and trying to figure out if The New Mutants is actually an X-Men movie or not. I'm Ethan Simi. I'm Austin Davis. And uh, yeah, we're talking New Mutants today. Yeah. We went to a movie theater. I know. And it was it was great. It's crazy. It was awesome. We saw <laughs> New Mutants. Um, how are you doing this week, Austin? I'm doing swell. Can't complain, you know? Yeah? Just, I mean, I'm glad it's the weekend, but... All good things? I'm, I'm not looking forward to the work week. <laughs> it's coming up fast. Yeah. Um, what about you, man? You well, you had a f- you had a fantasy football draft yesterday. I did have a fantasy football draft. And yesterday. you had the number one overall pick. I did. Yep. And I take it that you drafted someone good. Yep, Christian McCaffrey. That he sounds successful. Yeah. That's got to be a good thing. Top running back for the past like couple of years. Okay, then you're in a good you're yeah. in a good boat. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Congratulations, man. I was concerned. I was up last night. I was like, man, I really hope Austin's draft is going okay. <laughs> no, you didn't. You're a liar. <laughs> oh, no. I, I went to bed so so quickly, you so did. peacefully. Um, what so, about you, man? How was your week? Yeah, you know, it was good, man. Uh, I'll be truthful. I watched a lot of movies this week. Yeah, you did. I just like Monday rolled around. So like our episode's coming on Monday, right? Mm-hmm. Monday night rolled around and I was, I was just like, you know what? Like, what the hell? Let's do this thing. And I was just like movie every single night. Bam, yeah. bam, bam. So it was awesome, um, which means... We're bringing back, we're resurrecting a segment, not really from the dead. No, it's, it's comes it's al- and goes. It's alive. It comes and goes. The last time we did it was on episode 21, I believe. Oh, really? So a while I back. I thought it was like a lot sooner than that. Oh no. A while back. Um, we're going to do, what did you watch this week? Because I watched a lot of things. Yeah. Uh, so like we said, we watched the new mutants yesterday. Yesterday. Mm-hmm. We are recording on a Sunday. Which normally we record on a Friday. Exactly. So we decided to see New Mutants on a Saturday. Mm-hmm. We are now recording on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. Show will come out tomorrow, which is is all very exciting that it's happening so quickly. Um, we're going to talk about our COVID movie theater experience. We're going to give a full review of the New Mutants, mm-hmm. partially spoiler free, up until we say up until we give the warning, and we'll be like warning. Spoiled milk ahead. So just a Kevin Malone <laughs> warning, 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 warning. So it'll be spoiler free until we say so. So stick around if you haven't seen it. You know, stick around for the spoiler free. I'm going to take a wild guess. You probably haven't seen it exactly because it's COVID. It just came out. Yeah. Um, and then we're doing what did you watch this week? Uh, which you know I wrote down here. We need to sing our own intro music for that segment. So. If if you think of anything. What did you watch this week? No. That's perfect. No, that's 100% perfect. And that will now be the, the <laughs> interlude to that new segment. Um, before. What did you watch this week? What, 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 what did you watch this week? I, I want one. I like, I want, I want, I want a theme song in every different style that you can, you can manifest like right now. Like I just need one of everything that way when I get home and I chop this show up, I can, I can have my pick of the, uh, pick of the litter, whatever I want. Um, you can't put me on the spot like this. <laughs> you're singing. It comes and goes. You have yes. to, you have to feel the moment. Yeah. Before we get going on to the, the show, um, I want to take a second to talk about some extremely heartbreaking, mm-hmm. super sad news. Chadwick Boseman um, passed away on Friday um, at the age of 43. He was battling colon cancer for about four years. Nobody knew. Um, nobody at all, basically, except his, his family. Mm-hmm. And um, he filmed Infinity War, Endgame, and Defy Bloods, all while battling colon cancer, which is just absolutely bananas mm. um i haven't talked about his passing like out loud yet yeah. obviously like my wife and i have been like wow that's crazy mm. um but like yeah you know like talking about it out loud and like sitting with it is is heavy mm. and it's super just super super sad um that he passed passed away and lots of good tributes out there from tons of people all mm. over social Lots of good video clips um, that kind of just prove like really how joyful and caring and loving he was. Um, so I, I just I just wanted to say like take some time, watch some clips, mm. read some, you know, read some like testimonies from people about what he meant to their lives. Yeah. And yeah, and just like realize like life is precious. Yeah. 
I think the the impact that he had on the black community. I mean, being the very first like main superhero to play like that is a black figure. Like, I think that's huge, and I think a lot of people resonated with that. So, yeah, yeah. I think I think he paved the way for for what um, black people can become, like in movies and film, mm-hmm. um, moving forward. He he is amazing. Um, I didn't get the chance to watch. Defy Bloods or 42 this week. I was mm. I was going to try. Yeah. Um I just didn't have the chance to, but I definitely will this coming week cuz I have not seen those movies of his. Mm. And I can only assume they're quite amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So super sad. Um Yeah. That was that was that. I just wanted to recognize that uh, for a second. And now we're not going to talk about any more sad <laughs> things cuz I'm too sad. That's too it's just too sad for me. We are going to do uh, our our oldish kind of segment. Um, what did you watch this week? What did you watch this week? <laughs> what did you watch this week? What 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 did you watch this week? What did you watch this week? What did you watch this week? Yeah. So give I'm, me a new theme song though. I, I I need a third option. Oh God. Okay. Let's see here. Um, I know. I put you on the spot again. Yeah. <laughs> what did you watch this week? What did you watch this week? Nope. That's no, that's <laughs> very good. I I'm so impressed that you even came up with something. I thought you were just gonna shut me down and just be like, No, I can't do this right here, right now. That was <laughs> that was everything and more that I had always dreamed of. That's Just, fantastic. I'm so sorry for everyone listening that you've heard me sing three, <laughs> three times in one episode. We're like eight <laughs> minutes into the show and you've already polluted us with uh, with singing so much. If this is your first time listening, you're going to be like, what the frick? You're like, what do these guys think they're doing? Yeah. They're not a singing podcast. <laughs> Austin, you can kick it off. You tell me, what did you watch this week? Well, mine's going to be really, really simple here because I didn't watch that much. <laughs> I, well, I've been watching a lot more TV shows lately. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, I've been watching like a documentary series, like High Score, um, the oh, video that game looks documentary so good. series. Yeah, it's On really Netflix? interesting. Yeah, so it looks good. Recommend that. Um, but a movie that I did watch this week um, with me and my roommates, we watched uh, Starship Troopers. Oh, okay. Yeah, nice. Yeah, it's a little fun, little cult classic type of movie. Um, if you haven't seen it, it is kind of a like the acting is so bad it's good type of movie, yeah. and so like I mean it. It, yeah those are fun it's interesting and nice. the graphics actually like still hold up after like 20 or something years of like since this movie's been out 30 years maybe so that's impressive yeah man. that's a good thing yeah um i haven't seen it starship troopers yeah i don't think i have seen it it's a classic it's a cult classic you need to watch it <laughs> all-time classic yep, add that to your list it's got nph in it you know oh then i'm in i'm yeah. sold who doesn't like nph <laughs> um yeah, so mine's a little bit more complex. Like I said, I just I just started going at it this week. So I'll, I'll be short and sweet and with all of my movies here. I more so wanted to bring this segment uh, for me because I watched a lot of things. And so it's all about you. Got huh? a little selfish on the show <laughs> this week. All about me. I started with Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Did you just say a turtle sunshine? <laughs> a turtle sunshine of the spot-filled mind. Super sad movie. Jim Carrey is an excellent actor who mm. does not receive enough credit for what he actually does. That was good. Um, and then I watched Scott Pilgrim versus the world. How the hell did it take me this long to watch such a fantastic movie? Like a video game superhero type movie. It's, it's so yeah. perfect. Oh, it's so fantastic. And Michael Sarah is great. And it's just a great, great movie. They need to make more comic book, like video game movies like this. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Um, and then I watched Hunt for the Wilder People. Mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like this is a movie you would like. I've watched it. You've seen it. Yeah. Okay. Yep. And you do like it. That's yeah, pretty decent. Yeah. yeah. It's good. Taika Waititi, film from 2016. Really heartwarming. Really, like, just really classic uh, Taika humor. Mm-hmm. And I, I liked it. My, uh, our landlords, who we're very good friends with, we kind of, like, live on the same property-ish. Like, we live in an, in an apartment behind their house. And they have children similar to the age of our children. So we all, you know, children play together and the whole shebang. And they have been trying to get us to watch this movie f- for months. And I told, I've kept telling them, like, sorry, like, you know. I got bigger things to do. I, I got bigger fish <laughs> to fry. Like, you know, we're 
we're talking about a director. We're talking about, you know, we're doing the summer draft or like mm-hmm. other things that were more important. And then this week I was just like, fine, fine. I can do this. I will watch it. And I was not at all disappointed. <laughs> so like three months of, of hype building and I still wasn't disappointed. That's yeah. a pretty good thing. Um, and then I watched Perks of Being a Wallflower. Mm-hmm. This is one of your top five movies. It is. And I I texted you after I watched it and I was just like, holy holy hell like what did i just watch so depressing man so good (laughs) so depressing it was so depressing emma watson very good and then the 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 final scene of that movie Mm -hmm. just i can't talk about it because i'm gonna think about it again and you cried during this didn't you i i didn't like cry like uncontrollably i was definitely sitting there like the credits rolled and i was definitely like yeah, whew, that was a sad movie. <laughs> I was like just trying to hold it back, but God, that's a tough one. And then uh, the day after, I watched American History X. I'm, I'm all over the board with yeah, my movies this week. I just went haywire. <laughs> I had no, like, no filter on what I was choosing. All of these, the first, well, the first two movies were on my Netflix queue, and then Perks of Being a Wallflower was on my Netflix queue. Mm-hmm. Huffer the Wilder People was on my Hulu queue. So, like, I just had a bunch of stuff queued up that I finally, I was just like, I just like gunned it, mm. clicked on it. American History X was queued up on HBO Max. Just uh, a really uncomfortable, challenging like movie to watch, which yeah. I think is good. It was, it was. You should have told me beforehand. I would have given you a, a little heads up on a certain scene. Yeah, I would have appreciated a heads up because <laughs> I stopped that movie probably about like four times and like I had to like walk away yeah. from like my desk that I was watching it at and I was like, oof, okay breathe like take a breather like you know um really pertinent to like what's going on in the world today uh dealing with Mm. dealing with uh racial injustice so good edward norton his the stares that he gives in this movie could just like disintegrate you from the inside out Mm -hmm. i can't handle a stare from him and i wrote this down in like in my notes of you know like remember his stares for you know to like call back in Mm. the future because they're deadly. Yeah. They're so good. And then, of course, The New Mutants. Yeah. That was the final movie I saw. So without including The New Mutants, of those movies, which one was your favorite? Oh, wow. I wasn't ready for this question. I know. I'm um, throwing those curveballs at you. Yeah, yeah, you did. Definitely Scott Pilgrim versus The World. Okay. But I feel like that's kind of, you know, I feel like that's kind of an out because, like, it's not, like, it's not heavy. It's not dealing with, like, anything that's real. It's just, like, a video game, like, funny movie. Yeah. But the way it was set up and like directorially and cinematography wise was my favorite of the week. Okay. Now what about your least favorite of those options? Oh, wow. That's tough, man. I think my least, I think my least favorite, God, it's just, I'd have to say American history X just because of how uncomfortable it is to watch. Mm -hmm. Just like how in your face and like, raw oh yeah the movie is yep it's 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 a definitely a challenging watch. it is not something where you can just be like oh you want to watch a movie tonight yeah let's watch american history x like no yeah it's not to me that movie is not multi-watch but it's a good movie that it would be considered multi-watch yeah it's a it's a must watch yeah it's definitely a one-time watch because but it's hard to watch it multiple times because of the content that happens within it. I mean, like there's a rape scene, there's mm-hmm. a, like a murder Some scene murder that's scenes. really intense. Like it's yeah. just really, it, it takes yeah. a lot out of you to watch it. Uh, and I think like, I really love eternal sunshine of the spotless mind. Mm-hmm. I feel like it got better the more I sat with it. Yeah. Um, when I finished it, I was like, wow, that's, that was an interesting movie. And then mm-hmm. like, you kind of sit with it for a while and you're like, wow, that was really good. Yeah. Um, and so, Every single movie I watched was absolutely and incredibly different yeah. from one another. So I'm proud of myself that I that I didn't stick on five Marvel movies mm-hmm. and say like, oh yeah, I should just watch all these. So you know, push myself. I'm so proud of you. Ah, uh, <laughs> thanks. That's that's what I was trying to get at. I'm proud of proud of myself too. You know. Um. So yeah, dude, I, I watched a lot, and I'll try to continue to watch some. I've been slacking on my my big movie list that I have. Mm-hmm. And I I need to get back to it. I need to get back to it because the year is starting to close out. Yep. And I need to I need to start cracking this <laughs> this stuff down. I was gonna watch Kill Bill last night, but I had to write the notes for the show. 
Well, you should probably get on that. So, because um, uh, what is it, what is our next episode? Yeah, so because I, I think we're talking about Quentin Tarantino in a couple yeah. weeks. We're reviewing Tenet next week. Oh yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. Because I'm not gonna skip the biggest, Release. biggest goddamn movie <laughs> of 2020. I'm not gonna skip yeah. that. And then we're we're talking Quentin Tarantino. Yep. Which made me realize I have a lot of Tarantino movies to watch. Yep. And I've seen a good chunk of them. So, so. You get it on my level. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm weak. Um, I'm weak. All the, right. The New Mutants. Let's bring it in. Let's talk about New Mutants. Let's guys. talk about the New Mutants and gals. We're gonna we're gonna stay spoiler free for now. For, so yeah, if you it. haven't seen it, you're good to continue listening, mm. and then we will we'll warn you. Yeah. When we're gonna get. Spoiled. I hope that we don't to spoil too much. I, I don't want people to watch this movie. Yeah. yeah. I don't think we're gonna spoil very much at all. Yeah. Um. Let's let's talk about our theory our theater going experience real quick. Yeah. I, th- we I think we need to bring that up. I think that's the important part. The COVID movie theater experience. Yes. So, I don't know. When I went in, um, I actually, like, went and bought, like, concessions. And the guy that, like, was our ticket person had to go, like, hop I was, out. And get... I was just going to say that was my favorite part about the theater we went to. Yeah. He, like, he did our tickets, like, you know, outside at, like, the ticket booth. <laughs> yeah. And then he, like, ran to the concession counter and was like, how can I help you get some concessions? <laughs> yeah. So, they're not staffing a whole lot of people mm-hmm. because, obviously, they can't afford it we went to like this rinky deek originally i think i told you guys that it was going to take an hour for us to drive to the theater that we were planning on going to go see it at which would have been a regal by yeah. the way because you know mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a regal yeah. regal guy but we found a movie theater about 30 minutes away so it was a lot quicker of a drive so it only we only took us an hour to just to drive back and forth yeah. which is great but it was just in the middle of like a podunk town yeah so it is what it is it's really small theater yeah. um so not a whole lot of people working um, I don't know. It was just kind of funny that whole experience. Like the guy checked our ticket, came in. Yeah. I paid for food real fast, and then went to the theater. Yeah, it was so funny. We kind of got there a little late. We did, and I and I'm kind of ashamed to admit this. <laughs> this is a hundred percent my fault. It's so, okay. So Ethan's enclave, you can disassemble, and everybody <laughs> can just stop supporting me all outright. All like two of you that care. So so we did miss a little bit of the beginning, but. I mean, to be honest, I think we, you and I were both expecting a little bit of trailers. Yes. We were thoroughly expecting yeah. there to at least we, be like two or three trailers. Mm. The movie started at one thirty. We which, got there like one thirty-eight. Yeah. Which generally means like, okay, trailers start at one You've got like 20 minutes to go. Right. Mm. And so um, by a chain of events that, you know, we both had very busy days mm. up until this movie, we had gotten there about 10 minutes late. And we showed up like right before one forty. Bang! The movie was already playing. Yeah, we missed. I don't know, maybe missed like three or four minutes of the first movie. Yeah, or of like the first part of the movie. Yeah. So I don't know. I've, should I like resign from this podcast? <laughs> or like, where do I stand? No, I think. But bringing it up to the whole COVID experience, there's probably just not a whole lot of trailers being played at movies right now because the question mark is what movies are going to be released on in theaters and what movies aren't. Yeah. So. Um, like that was an interesting thing to see. Yeah. We had, uh, seven other people in the theater with us. Mm-hmm. I counted. I didn't, I didn't feel uncomfortable or unsafe at any time. We, we were kind of like all the way on the left-hand side. Yeah. Like probably about halfway up. Yeah. Everybody else was thoroughly spaced out in yeah. the entire theater and way far away. And like this theater, they had like seats roped off. Mm-hmm. So like, like a whole row roped, like roped off. It looked like. But then they had like certain seats of like that you could sit at that were like more pertained to like groups of people. Yeah. I think it had like a five seats. Yeah. I initially sat in an entire like marked off row. Yeah. Like the whole row was marked. Yeah. And I just plopped down right in the middle and I was like, yo, Austin, like let's sit here. And Austin's like, yeah, that's a, uh, that's a no go. <laughs> yeah. That's roped off. Yeah. And I was like, oh crap. <laughs> it was dark. <laughs> we, the movie had already started. I'm just like, get up, go, like, go, 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 go. I couldn't tell. So I thought overall COVID theater experience was fine. Yeah. I did not mind wearing a mask for the 90 minutes we were in the movie. Yeah. I had, oh, I will say though, uh, movie theater candy does hit harder than real candy. It's <laughs> <laughs> just that much better. It's so much better. <laughs> yeah. You missed that? I, I really, I did want a popcorn and a soda, but we were already late as it was. And I was just like, no, I can't. Yeah. So next week when we go see Tenet, we're, we are getting there early. Yeah. I'm getting my popcorn and soda <laughs> and we're doing this proper. Yeah. But that's good to know, you know, back to the, the movie theater candy. Just hitting the it, spot. It, it just hits harder, guys. I don't know <laughs> what to tell harder. you. Movie theater candy is where it's at. That's the move. <laughs> what kind of candy did you get? 
Like I don't even M&Ms remember. M&M's and Mike and Ike's. Oh, like, nice. Uh, peanut M&M's. Yeah, the good kind of yeah. M&M's. Classic. They're more filling, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's the way to go. And more I know protein involved. You were you were pounding them back, man. I was. You were just like down. In the <laughs> I was like, I just, <laughs> like, oh, the candy's so good. It was great. Yeah. Uh, I think I think it was wonderful to be back in a theater. Just just to be back in a theater was yeah. nice. Yeah. Like we both of us really enjoy that. We just love seeing movies on a big screen and a big theater. Mm-hmm. I loved it. I had a blast. Yeah, and we stayed safe, which was great. What are your first impressions on the New Mutants? Stay spoiler free. Yeah, yeah. No. but give me your first impressions. Um, so I mean, I I think I'm a pretty big fan of the X Men like series, like at least the early on ones. Um, I've never seen an X Men movie in yeah, my life. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I will admit to this yeah. right now. Um, there's definitely some of the newer ones. It's just like, uh, like they're yeah. Some of the movies are really terrible. Like just days of future down. past and apocalypse and stuff like this. Uh, no, I like those, those couple. It's, uh, the deck, the dark Phoenix was crap. Um, That's what I heard. And did you see dark Phoenix? Yeah. Oh, okay. In theaters. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm so sorry. I, I had to, it's just, you <laughs> had know. to be done. Yeah. Um, like I don't like that Wolverine origins one. Um, like some people do, but obviously like it has a, the terrible Deadpool in it as well. So, Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all that stuff. Um, so first impression of this is it doesn't necessarily give you the mutant feel right away, but it brings it around. Yeah. So, um, because like, I don't know, you just don't see a whole lot of power usage right at the beginning, which is totally fine. I think that's fine with me. Um, that's not okay with me. <laughs> I just want to, I want to sit down and just see like people just busting out their powers left and right. Yeah. Well then watch the <laughs> original X-Men movie. Oh, okay, great. So now I know what I know. Now I know what I have to watch. Um, what else? Um, yeah, I mean, I think for the most part that I think that's it. Like, like I've seen some of the TV shows as well with the mutants. So like mm-hmm. kind like it's kind of like that, but not really like, I just, better done yeah, better I really, done i feel like it's really its own thing yeah like that's i think that would be my overall takeaway would be like it's kind of its own thing even though you haven't seen the other one <laughs> even though i have nothing to compare it to and i have no reason to you know i have no weight to say like yeah this felt like an x-men movie yeah did not feel like an x-men movie <laughs> to me um it's had four prior release dates right we all know this yeah before officially coming out on august 28th these release dates date all the way back to April of 2018. So two years. Two years. I mean, two plus. Yeah. I mean, the joke of it being so like terrible and bad and never getting released, it kind of like it kind of like hit a peak, and then people were just like, "Oh, I like I'm actually interested in New Mutants now." Like I feel like this was the case because, like, the jokes kind of kind of ran dry, mm. and now it's officially out, and now yeah. people can like go see it. Um, and so, like, I felt like I wanted to see it, even though I, even though I knew it wasn't going to be like super great. I, I feel like everybody knows it's not going to be great. Yeah, that's just kind of the general population knows that. I, it was fine. It was fine. I mean, like, that's like that's like my overall like spoiler free. Like, yeah, we didn't get. I didn't get as many powers as I wanted to. It yeah, didn't you feel, are just a. I want powers all day long. All Come day on. long, baby, give them to me. And if, like, the powers in this movie were some of them were pretty dope mm-hmm. like honestly yeah and they i got to see him one literally once i know one character does his powers one time that i was like that was sick and then um doesn't happen again and so anyway not a fan of that <laughs> casting in this movie handful of people are, are actually quite famous yeah um you have macy williams as rain who, what, what show? She's from some show. A little Game of Thrones action. Oh, yeah. Yeah. One of the worst shows ever made. Okay. <laughs> Shut so, your mouth. <laughs> Game of Thrones action. Just the worst ending ever. <laughs> worst ending. Hey, the ending plays a large part in a, you know, in the legacy of a show. That's all I'm going to say. Anya Taylor-Joy <laughs> as uh, Ileana, and she's from movies like Glass, Emma. Split. There you go. The Witch. The Witch. Um, And then you have Charlie Heaton. Who plays Jonathan Byers from Stranger Things? Yeah, the older brother. Yeah. Yeah. The photographer. Yep. Excellent guy in Stranger Things. Mm. Love, love him in Stranger Things. Um, 
What did you think about the casting? Oh, wait, we you, have, you cool with that? We had like, I mean, we had the other couple too. We have Roberto. I forget his. Yes, um, Roberto and, and uh, Danny. And Danny, yep. Yeah. Those were those were like the other two, like not as famous uh, uh, characters. Yeah, but Danny is the the main character, so yes. I think that we need to bring that up. Um, she is. I'm I think pretty... Ch- Charlie Heaton as Sam. He did this kind of like Southern draw accent. I never did have a choice. Well, I had to go and work in the mines of my dad. This one day, I just got claustrophobic. I just couldn't forgive myself. I three of them did accents. And I think all three of them did a terrible job yeah. with their accents. <laughs> I, Not gonna lie. I agree. I agree. I I didn't want to say it outright, but I think they were all absolutely atrocious. Yeah. Like Charlie Heaton doing this like Southern draw accent of like, you know, oh yeah, I used to be a coal miner. Like I can't yeah. even. I literally can't even do it. From Kentucky. Yeah. It's it was terrible. It was really off putting and like further in in the movie when things get a little like dicier and more edgy mm. and you kind of have to be involved a little bit more totally takes you out yeah. of what's happening i could not do it i couldn't get with it yeah and then like anya taylor joy she had like this russian accent that you you could tell was like forced like yeah. it wasn't like it was too thick it was, <laughs> it was yeah it was brutal yeah i mean her character is Ileana rasputin so mm. she, she's russian yeah so i get it the backstory and I, I feel like everybody had their accents due to the backstory mm. and then macy williams was like, irish was she irish or i couldn't Scottish? tell i honestly couldn't tell <laughs> I, I don't know the difference in real life anyway so she was something yeah and and i totally remember exactly like one scene she had said something and i looked over to you and i was like is no more accent <laughs> like is her actor is she gone? Is, yeah. Like what happened? Um, that was just bad, just bad. <laughs> and other than that, I thought the casting was fine. Yeah, I, I think I think <laughs> them as actors were good choices. I think that the choice of accents were a little questionable. Yeah. If I was the director, I'd be like, guys, what the f- <laughs> like? What are you doing right now? Guys, stop. Like, just like a, abandon the backstories yeah. and just go with go with. No accent. I'd be like, let's draw it back a little bit. <laughs> less, yeah, less of that. Less of whatever that is. Less of it. <laughs> what, you, you, right there. Whatever you're doing, stop it. Do less of it. Yeah, yeah. No yeah. more. No more. I, I did think Anya Taylor Joy as, um, magic. Ileana as Magic mm. was was cool. Yeah, I thought she was cool. She had a couple good scenes, and obviously, I think I think her character magic mm. as a character yeah. is is very cool yeah so point being i want to segue into looking at some of the characters and their powers versus the comic book powers versus the movie powers exactly yeah because i feel like this is a great talking point especially for the new mutants mm. under all this like criticism and stuff and and hero movie you know superhero movies in general seeing how true they stick to the comics or, you know, kind of like what they choose to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so, we'll, I want to look at just the main characters. I have a Marvel encyclopedia at home. It is humongous. Mm-hmm. And it's awesome. So, I, I took everybody in this movie and I looked them up in my encyclopedia. The funny thing is, <laughs> you posted like this on our uh, Instagram. Like a little feed. Like, whose is this? And like I went in there and I I watched and I like I liked you. I was like you. <laughs> <laughs> you voted for me. Yeah, yeah I that voted doesn't for you. surprise me. Yeah. I mean, so yeah, I put it in there. What surprises me the most is five people voted for Austin that that he owned this Marvel Marvel encyclopedia. I mean, if you want to clear something up right now, I do not. You would not be caught dead. No. That encyclopedia. No, I probably would. I think it's cool. Oh yeah. Yeah, I All just right. don't own it. <laughs> it's just not yours. Yeah. Let's, let's just get that out in the open. I'm very minimalistic with the things I have. <laughs> like, if you look at my bookshelf, it's like psychology books and like ah. random like fiction and nonfiction. I have a psychology book actually in my bookshelf at home. You yeah. want to know what it's called? The intro, psych- intro to Psychology 101? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's called The Psychology of Breaking Bad. Oh. And it looks at Breaking Bad in every single episode and the psychology behind each episode. Bang. Yeah. Mine are more like, <laughs> this is how you diagnose a patient with... PTSD. Oh, real psychology. Yeah, because back when I was getting my master's degree. <laughs> you have a master's in psychology, correct? 
I was. I was very close. I didn't finish it. Oh, really? Yeah. This close? Yeah. Dang. All right. Well, that was personal choice. That ended on a poor note. So, <laughs> <laughs> anyways, let's look at powers. So powers. Uh, we'll start with Rain Sinclair, uh, Wolfsbane. Mm-hmm. She. So played by uh, Miley. Uh, yeah, yeah, played by Macy. Macy. Macy yep, yep, Macy Williams. So her comic book powers, and these all come from the encyclopedia. So they are one hundred percent fact checked. Fact checked. And I do. I have not read the comics involving the New Mutants, so I don't know like the storylines and and if people want to get at me for clarification, I would love that. Let me know some more background. Yeah. But these are from the encyclopedia. I enjoy when people go after Ethan. <laughs> yeah, I know you do, and I, I'm just inviting. I'm like, hey, <laughs> tell me why I'm so wrong. Um. She mutates into a wolf while retaining most of her human intellect, or she has a transitional form which combines human and lupine aspects. Mm-hmm. So she can be like a half, like half a breed. Yeah, yeah, half breed. Um, in the movie, pretty much that. Yeah, pretty I, true. Yeah, she definitely. There's times where she turns into like that half human, half almost like a werewolf. Yeah, but I would say not, like a werewolf, but not a werewolf per se. Like not yeah. like not the full facial features of a of a wolf. I think she only mutates into a wolf once, fully. No, no a couple times. A couple times. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I know one time she she kind of like yeah did a halvesy and was mm. like sniffing around. Yeah. And she said something really like really weird. She's like, oh, I'm really good at, at sniffing. She she's smelling. like, I'm really good at smelling. Yeah. It's like, oh yeah yeah you're a, a werewolf. I know. Yeah. So okay. Um. So that was that was fun. Yeah. That was cool. Um, Ileana Rasputin, magic mm-hmm. that we just talked about, played by Anya Taylor Joy. In the comic book, she is a mutant with superhuman powers and an expert sorceress. She can teleport herself and others through time, perform astral projections, and sense the presence of magic. Now, I think the most important comic book aspect that was a million percent left out of this movie is that her older brother is Colossus. Mm-hmm. Big metal dude from like Deadpool. Yeah. Like if you've seen Deadpool. Which would have would have been I thought a super sick tie in to like X Men and Dead like thing other things. Mm. Did not just didn't exist. A lot of a lot of X Men movies they do that though and they don't bring it up. Like you haven't watched it, but there's a ton I wouldn't know. Yeah. <laughs> so you would never know these things. I would never know. So I'm just like bitching for no reason over <laughs> here. Um so her powers are, are super dynamite in the comics. The movie I, I feel like it, it kind of it kind of underplayed her. I mean, yeah, I think that they did show a good chunk of her abilities. I think, I don't know, there, there's definitely some things that you they didn't bring up. Yeah, but. I think, I mean, she, she wields the soul, the soul, soul sword mm. in the movie. Yeah. She does so in the comics as well. She can travel to Limbo. In Which the is movie, sort of like astral projection type stuff, exactly, yeah. and in the comic books. Mm. Um, but I, but like I said, I we don't really get anything else, and I guess maybe I wanted some more background on this stuff. Like I just wanted, I just wanted things like this to like be more of like the general topic of like what we were watching in New Mutants, and it it was not like I n- at no point throughout the movie does she explicitly say like my name is magic or like whatever uh, yeah but no none really do like i know and i didn't like that <laughs> i wanted i wanted to know because like i did not know that um rain's name was i didn't know she was wolfsbane well okay think of it like this though like uh you remember quicksilver in uh, the avengers yes uh, Age Age of Ultron? Ultron? yeah was he called quicksilver no because of legal licensing oh rights. sure sure and i'm right. sure that that played into some factor mm, as okay. well i could be wrong no i didn't think of that that's a good point actually so i mean there there is a scene where someone asks iliana like what are you doing like what are you doing is you know something about what did they ask something about magic and she goes like i know i am too or something oh no it was it was in pertaining to what was happening in the scene like they're like this is a magical beast and she's like i know magic oh yeah something like that and then at that point i was like oh that's that's pretty sick yeah and then Mm. it just you know disappeared no no what are you talking about there was a cool little extra added that we didn't expect to to see and i'm not going to spoil it for people don't spoil it yet Um, i feel like we shouldn't spoil it just at all yeah you want to keep people guessing yeah i like that doing some good (laughs) Sam Guthrie, um, or Cannonball, 
He was cool. Yeah. I thought he was cool. I liked his powers. Minus his just absolutely atrocious southern draw. <laughs> he was he was cool. His powers are cool. In the comic book, he can create thermo thermochemical energy and release it from his body in a powerful burst. He can have a force field around his body that gives him superhuman durability. And he's an ex coal miner. So <laughs> that that's superpower. You can't forget that. <laughs> so no, like background wise. I got like, the black lung pot. <laughs> He was also an coal miner in the movie, which was which is great. His background, slightly different in the movie, mm-hmm. um, but kind of you know true-ish to the comic books. And I feel like I feel like he was his powers were legit. Yeah, that was. I mean, that's all there is to say about that. I mean, I do wish that he used his powers more, and I think that's who you're referring to when you were saying earlier that like you wish you had seen it a little bit more. Yeah, hundred percent. Is this who you're referring to? Hundred percent. Okay. I do agree. I think that the powers could have been shown a little bit more. I think that he is way more powerful than the, the movie allowed it yeah, to be shown. Absolutely. Because like this guy could fly at like a incredible rate. Like super, speed. super. Yeah. And like he could run incredibly fast. Dude. Yeah. And like, he's superhuman durability. Like when yeah. he does it, like he could, he could go into any kind of situation and be good to go. Yeah. And like not get injured or anything. Yeah. So yeah, they kind of, like I said, they kind of underplayed him. Yeah. That's what I felt like. Dr. Cecilia Reyes. Mm-hmm. In the comic book, she has force field generation and she's an accomplished doctor. The movie, right on point. Yeah. I mean, that, <laughs> that's that's what that was. I think that's kind of a lame power, to be honest. <laughs> force field generation. Yeah, I think you and I t- briefly talked about this driving home. I'm like, this is a lame power. Like, oh, you make force fields? Cool. <laughs> But let's be realistic. If you woke up tomorrow and you can make force field, you'd be like, this is the sickest thing ever. What am I going to do with it, though? <laughs> I don't know. Protect your house? I don't know. I, honestly, exactly. I don't know. Exactly. <laughs> no, like, cool. I, I, I want you to stop annoying me, little sister. <laughs> force field force up. Field up. <laughs> force field down. See, the cool, the cool thing. <laughs> Unshun. Unshun. Reshun. The cool thing about force fields, I will stick my neck out for Violet from The Incredibles. She can also become invisible. Yeah, but that's not this power. I know. I'm just saying, if you have force fields, you also need something to go with it. Because just force fields in itself. I mean, being an accomplished doctor is like, let's all be honest, like that's the stupidest thing that could be done. <laughs> so, yeah. How, how could she actually be good at something? Rough. But no, she, she nailed it. Um, Daniel Moonstar, really the main character of the movie. Yeah. Uh, her or name. Or Danny. Yeah. Like- Danny uh, Mirage. She has a few other names also in the comics that she kind of goes by. Yeah. I want to be very clear on this one. Okay. I'm pissed that they, that we didn't get a background, really the comic book background to her in this movie. So what I wrote down from, from the encyclopedia, she's the granddaughter of black Eagle, which Mm. I, I need to look up black Eagle. I don't know who that is. She did serve as a Valkyrie in Asgard, which is super sick. Mm. And the most important critical piece of information about her comic book background, she was an agent of shield. <laughs> now, for those of you who don't know, I am obsessed with agents of shield TV show. Uh-huh. You know, rest in peace. Just finished like two weeks ago, three weeks ago, series finale. I can't even talk about it right now, but she was an agent of shield. And that would have, that would have saved the whole movie for me. Honestly, now, you got to realize though, that this movie introduces her as first developing her powers. So she would never even get into this stuff until later on. It's true. So how can they bring up this backstory when it's never <laughs> even happened yet, Ethan? Give me a flash forward. Give me <laughs> give me give me a random flash forward. They're not gonna do a flash forward. <laughs> they knew that this was done. Just give me Agents of Shield. That's all I'm asking. <laughs> give me give me something. She can create That's on Agent of Shield the T V show for not including her. That is not Dude, on this movie. again, we're getting into the legal garbage here, you know, <laughs> and they can probably, probably couldn't use her. She, You're probably correct. She creates three-dimensional images of thoughts in others' minds, mm-hmm. which sounds fantastic. Um, I'm going to throw down a spoiler warning real quick for like the next hundred seconds. It's yeah. so like skip ahead like two minutes. It's big spoiler warning, okay? Mm. So we find out at the end of the movie, she's going to be, essentially she's going to be killed. She's going to be put down because her powers are too destructive. Yeah. Now, you had a serious gripe with this. Give me your gripe. So, I mean, without giving away too much, like the people that wanted to kill her um, are trying to create supervillains. 
and yeah. like the whole power of her power is essentially she can take people's fears and make it turn them against them yeah like manifest them yeah. into reality yeah and basically go after them and if it's you're creating super villains here you want that person on your freaking team like let's be honest get hyped up austin let's go like come on like you want the person that is going to be like coming in me like oh yeah that's your fear you got clowns coming out for you now awesome sweet oh you want a pile of snakes Gotcha. gotcha. <laughs> like you have the most powerful thing for that and you don't want this person on your team. Thank you. Like, that, that is makes 1 no million sense. percent. My biggest problem with this movie. She is the most powerful person and she would absolutely be an essential piece of the future of mutants and then creating villains. And they're just like, no, too powerful. Shut her down. Yeah. And we can't have that. Yeah. Makes no sense. Boo. Mm. Okay, anyway, back to the spoiler-free zone. So, um, Welcome back. <laughs> welcome back to spoiler-free. So in the movie, she does essentially that. She she knows people's fears, and she cre- manifests them into reality. Mm-hmm. Super scary. I kind of liked that horror element. Yeah. I thought it was cool. It's like the first like Marvel movie that introduces some type of horror. As of right now. As of now. As of now. Until. Until Str- Doctor Strange. Yes. So. Multiverse of Madness, which I'm, you know, Sam Raimi. I'm so, I'm so hyped for. I really hope that takes a little bit of a horror spin too, because I think there's some cool stuff you could do with that. that we'll, see, we'll see. I'll either hate it or I'll love it. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to hate it. That's, <laughs> that's if it's too cheesy, it I'm going to be like, are you freaking kidding me? <laughs> Boo. <laughs> and then Ooh. your your last... Uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure you're the guy who was booing me. And the, there's a lot of people booing you. It wasn't me. I wasn't one of them. Uh, if you don't know, The Office. And then, yeah. Oh, good. And then you get to the last person, Roberto Bobby DaCosta mm-hmm. or Sunspot. Yep. As he is known, his mutant name. Comic book, he has super strength, thermal updrafts for flight, projection of heat and light, and concussive blasts of solar energy. Now the movie... He sucked. I know you're really big into fire. Yeah, we so, we, so, so we you, talked about this briefly you're gonna on have the drive to, home. You're going to have to state your case. Mm-hmm. He did have super strength in the movie. Yep. He kind of had like heat projection. Oh, he did. I mean, like he, he himself like turns into heat and like fire. Yeah, he threw it. But like concussive blasts of solar energy, that's what I wanted to see. <laughs> did not see that. Boo. There was a scene. That's like my third boo of the podcast. <laughs> There was a scene where, like, one of the characters told him to nut up, <laughs> which I thought was really that was funny. funny. <laughs> that uh, is, like, the only joke I laughed at. <laughs> Everything else, I was just like, ugh. Well, there wasn't too many jokes, to be honest. Um, no, so, like, I was totally telling Ethan when we were driving back, I'm like, I have a, an affinity for these characters that can create fire or, like, like uh, what? why am I blanking on his name from Fantastic Four? Human Torch, man. Human Torch, yeah. Johnny Blaze. Yeah. Chris like, Evans, the goat. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, I have an affinity for that this power. I don't know why. I, I said to Ethan, it's probably because I have a little bit of pyromaniac <laughs> a part of me. Slightly uh, a pyro. Yeah, just a little bit. Um, but no, I like I like this character. Like if if he could have used his powers more, I think he would have. It would have been cool. I, you have four characters, or yeah, yeah, no, five, five. characters. Five characters that you have to show off these powers. Like you're not gonna get a full screen time. And yeah. let's be honest, Bobby's or, or Burrow's character was like the lesser of that group of people. Yes. So you're not going to see everything from him. I mean, he wasn't the, like he was the one that was so reserved to even talk about his powers at the very beginning. Yeah. He wouldn't mention so, anything about like yeah. his powers or why he was, he was here or mm-hmm. anything like that. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I like the power. I think it's cool. I think obviously if it could have been shown a little bit more, it, you would have enjoyed it even better. So, yeah. Yeah. I guess so so I guess the the more I talk about this and think about this, I I never wanted the new mutants. I just wanted like the phase that comes after the new mutants. Where like they use their powers and they get called by their like their mutant names and yeah. I just want the badass stuff. You don't want the origin story. <laughs> you just want the yeah, story. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I don't want the crappy origin story. Um so I think I think it's important to talk about why it is releasing in theaters yeah. versus VOD. Yeah. A lot of things are coming VOD. Bill and Ted 3 also came out this past weekend mm-hmm. and released to VOD and to theaters, mm-hmm. giving people the option of what they want to do. 
And as we know, the New Mutants only went to theaters. Yeah. This is the final Fox installment of anything mutant related. And now all of that gets turned over to Marvel and Disney. Why why not go straight to VOD? If it's a movie that Fox and Disney both are essentially trying to like, you know, swipe under the rug and say like, not our proudest achievement. Like we don't really, we don't really like aren't too fond of it, you know, kind of a thing. Mm. That's the question I raise is like, why not go straight to VOD? Yeah. Do you think it would be more successful if it went straight to VOD? I mean, I think if it did more of like the Bill and Ted thing right now, Mm -hmm. it would be more successful because it's just theaters. I think it can be a little bit more difficult. We'll see with like Tenet how that's going to work out because that's only going to be theaters. So um, I know Tenet made about $55 million globally this past weekend. Yeah. um, Or I guess in in Europe where it's released and it crushed it. Yeah. So I don't, we'll see how it does in the U S market for Labor Day. Yeah. I don't know how this movie is going to be because of the history with the X-Men type series. Like things are just kind of happening down. I think it could, it like, I, I just want to know why it was like, why they kept on pushing it back and just, they should just released it when they could have released it. Yeah. I, I'd I'd have to do some research. I want to know why it got pushed from its original, like 2018 slot. I think it was originally because like Marvel was coming out with like, Oh one, yeah, I think like Infinity War. Yep, and, and then the second time it got pushed is to avoid Dark Phoenix. Yeah, I believe, which that I don't understand. I, it, I think it would have done better than Dark Phoenix in the in the theaters. Then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, th- there's no way to know. I mean, there there is a definitive answer why it did not release on VOD. Yeah. Um, Josh Boone, the director, has has come and been on record as saying that contracts were signed that guaranteed a theatrical release for this movie. So like that, that's that. Yeah. If there's no getting around that has to have a theatrical release. Would it have done better without dark Phoenix preceding it? Possibly, probably maybe I like, would it have done better straight to VOD? We'll never know. I think it would have done better if it, it had been released prior to dark Phoenix. Yeah. I think dark Phoenix kind of, I just put a sour taste in people's mouth. I hundred percent agree. With, I mean, you haven't seen it. So I a hundred percent agree. <laughs> There's no, no debating that, <laughs> but no, you know what I mean though? Like yeah. it, if it had been released prior, it would have done significantly better. But because Dark Phoenix came out and we all know like, oh, there's no more X-Men movies coming out after this. Like there's no mutant movies. Yeah. Com- like People have no vested interest. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So I think that honestly, this should have been more released with uh, Logan. Okay. I think it would have been in a better time frame. And there are clips from Logan in that movie. So I think it could have tied it a little bit better. Yeah. I don't think that it should have been super close because I don't want the two to necessarily be associated with each other because I think Logan is a freaking fantastic X-Men movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I think one of the best ones that they've done in a long time. From what I've heard. Yeah. You need to watch it. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I know. So, but that's my hesitation. I've never seen X-Men movies. So like, can I just jump straight to Logan? No, you got to watch all of them. <laughs> <laughs> Book it up. I got to watch every single one. That's how my next two weeks are going to go. We're going to get to like our, our Tarantino episode. And we're gonna be like, okay, what's your favorite Tarantino movie? You're like, I don't, I don't, I have no idea. I've Let's watched, talk X Men. Well, yeah, <laughs> that's all I want to talk about. Um, There's so many movies for X Men movies. How have you not watched one of them? Let's dude, be honest. I don't know, honestly. <laughs> to tell you, it's it's possible that I've gone out of my way to like avoid them, or I've been like, ah, no, not today, <laughs> just not today. And I, I don't know. See, to me, I've just never done X Men. Like, I just never have. I have one House of X comic at home mm-hmm. that I've I've thoroughly enjoyed. And I, I did enjoy that comic, but that's like, that's House of X, like the revamp of like, this is what X-Men is going forward kind of a thing. Yeah. And I feel like I'm too far gone. See, I started watching like X-Men back in like the cartoon days. Oh, and those see, were f- I'm screwed. Like fun. And okay. they were great. I loved them. And then like the movie came out. I I think this might've been my very first superhero movie I'd seen. See, that's like, cool. I went and saw it with my friend that lived down the road from me and like his family. And we went and saw it like. I thought it was so freaking awesome. I definitely saw the X-Men, like the 90s animated show. Yeah. Where they, you know, they all like mutate like yeah. in as part of the title screen. I totally remember that. And it was awesome. Never got into X-Men. Gosh. Just never did, man. I don't know. Last point before we give our final take here. This Marvel movie has the first lesbian kiss slash relationship mm-hmm. 
that we've seen on the big screen. Yep. And it's, that's it. It's there now. And it happened. Um, personally, we were in a theater, like we said, in Podunk Nowhere. Yeah. And the theater reacted quite poorly. Yeah. At least one couple did. Yeah. I think as I said it to you, like when we were driving away, like I heard like some person in the back and just like kind of like scoff and be like, what? Like, yeah. like, and then that's like, when you turned around and you're like, Hey, you can go to hell. Yeah. And then they left the theater. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, it's just, you know, people are, are dumb, mm-hmm. but rain and Danny kiss and then they become in a relationship, in a relationship yeah. essentially. And like, you, because I brought this up because I like, I was like, I'm pretty sure this is the very first like, like gay and lesbian relationship that has been very vocal, not vocal, but shown yeah. in, in a Marvel esque movie. Mm-hmm. Um, or like any superhero movie, to be honest. I think so. Yeah. And like, I think that's good. Like, I mean, there are so many comic book characters that are like, like gay uh, and yeah. whatnot. Like, yeah. And LGBT, yeah. like, there's tons of, tons of characters mm-hmm. in the comics that have not been explored yet. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of allegory with the, like the X-Men mutants being like for being people that are gay mm-hmm. that like, are looked down upon in society because that they are gay. Like there's that good connection there. And yeah. I think that this is perfect that this was a movie that got to show that. Yeah, I agree. I think it was great. I think it's unfortunate that it comes at kind of a crappy movie mm-hmm. that like it, it didn't come you know, on something much more blockbustery. Yeah. But to that point, we all know Thor love and thunder that we're going to have Valkyrie being openly like LGBTQ mm. and she will be the first, first openly, you know, character well, that does that. Uh, well, I mean, not really, not anymore. Oh, I mean, not anymore. No, oh, yeah. Not, not anymore. Not anymore. People are going to dis- discard the new mutants. I feel like though. Yeah, they will because like it's a bigger name of a movie. Yeah, exactly. So, so I, I think it's fantastic that, that we're at this point. Mm. I think that representation that's there. Excellent. Love to see it. Yeah. It was it was excellent. It was wonderful. Mm. I think it was nice. Any other you got anything else before you give your final take, man? I, I did want to give an award I did want to give awards to this movie. Oh, you didn't even give me a heads up on I, that. I know, so I didn't even give my myself a heads up. <laughs> but halfway through this recording I was like, Oh, we should give this movie an award. Um now that's the problem. Does this movie warrant an award on uh, your behalf? I mean, I could I could come up with something real fast. I I suppose. Give me give me an award. Give me whatever you got. Because um, it'll buy me like one minute to come, <laughs> up, with, come up with my award. Because I'm I'm so bad at these. Oh, uh, let's see here. I always try to think of them like days in advance because I'm just not very you know not very creative like that. Uh, I mean, the movie award for a movie with the most uh like worse accents <laughs> by a collective of people. Yeah. And when you present the award to them, you say it in like seven different accents. So nobody knows what's happening. Yeah. <laughs> That's perfect. This is your award that you get. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I support that award fully. My award would have to be something along the lines of like, you know, use your damn powers. It's still sour, man. I'm bitter. <laughs> I don't, we just didn't get a lot of powers. It was at the end, and it was an hour and forty like minute movie. Right, and like the last twenty minutes, we got powers. Yeah, I think that you were just hung up on these <laughs> powers. Like you found them to be cool. I did, and you just wanted more of them. And I just wanted more. When magic and um, what's her dragon's name, man, Lockheed and magic. Man, and Lockheed? No, 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 no. I, we said no. We're not spoiling this. No, 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 no. We're not All spoiling right. this. All right, no, no spoilers. I mean that. That in and of itself, what I said when I stopped, that's not a spoiler. So, okay, I'm in the clear. You want to give your final take? <laughs> Since you shut me down? <laughs> I shut you down real hard. <laughs> You're like, stop. <laughs> Enough. What's your final take on the movie? All right. Well, let me explain what final take is, or like our final take to movies. So, like most reviews, like different sites and things like that, we have our own little scale of for movies. So We're unique. Yeah. Um, so based off of our scale, we have three, uh, little three peers or tiers of things. So we have our zero watch movies. Those are movies that you should never watch. Like just don't, don't ever see them because they're not good. Um, then we have a one watch movie and this is, have you ever rated anything as a zero watch? I think I've came close. I think you've been, I think I've been close too. Yeah. I don't know if it's ever been given out on the show though. Yeah. I don't know. 
I'll have to I'll have to go back in the in the yeah. you know in the archives. I think I may, maybe I've said that like on a movie that I've watched before. Like oh, yes. like yeah. But not anything particular to the show. Yeah. Okay. Um anyways, uh the next peer like tier is the um one watch movie. This is a movie that we just say, Hey, watch it one time. It's kinda like American History X. Like it's Yes. It's one of those movies that you should probably watch one time just to have some cultural understanding of it or like maybe it's just a movie that's like it's good for a one-time type of thing yep say you've seen it yeah um and then we have a multi-watch these are movies where you're going to be watching it multiple times because it's that good so good so like in my opinion like perks of being a wallflower is a multi-watch oh yeah like christmas with the cranks (laughs) to ethan that's a multi-watch to me that's like a zero the (laughs) ultimate multi-watch movie if you're uh, trying to, if you want to know what kind of movies I like, you just ask yourself, is it like Christmas with the Cranks? And if it is, I'm going to love it. It's fantastic. <laughs> if it's Marvel. <laughs> then it's, then it's good. Yeah. Marvel, Christmas and Cranks. That's all I care about in this world. All right. Now that you know the structure of our ranking system, now let me give you my final take. Yes. I'm going to give this a one watch. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think this movie was entertaining for what it is. I don't think that it is the best X-Men movie. Um, I like I said I think if it had came out prior to Dark Phoenix I think it would have done better um, this movie is definitely enjoyable for me a fan of like the mutant type stuff um, now yes there could have been more of the powers being shown I mean that's like the cool part more powers um, but at the same time I, I like I enjoyed like the little little story behind it like they are in a hospital they are trying to figure out like how to control their powers so that they can go on to the next facility. But then you find out like all this stuff is happening and it's kind of corrupt. And then they overcome that. I think that's a cool little story. Um, and then to each his own. Yeah. Um, does it warrant multi-watch? Probably not. Like it's, it's a fun one to watch one time. Give it that. I mean, it is the last of the mutant movies that we have from Fox. So, like, it's the end of a legacy. End of an era. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, give it that one watch and then (laughs) wait until Marvel releases all the X-Men movies on their own. In, like, three years or four years. Yeah. I think, I mean, WandaVision is supposed to be, theories are out there that WandaVision will start introducing mutants. Well, I would, I would make, that would make sense. I mean, she, Scarlet Witch is a mutant. Exactly. So, yeah. Bang. But they've never mentioned Boom, her, pow. her name. No, they haven't. Anyway, I think. Which you, I think you had a gripe about this movie based off of the fact that they haven't mentioned names. Yes. I have a massive gripe. Yeah. Even though like it's in the Marvel <laughs> movies that you love so dearly. <laughs> Don't you dare slander <laughs> my movies, man. Get out of here. No, 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 no. I'm just saying like, <laughs> don't be hypocritical. I'm a double standard all no day. No hypocrisy. Totally okay. I think my final take for this movie, you know, I had it written down as a one-time watch here. And this is, I mean, it's historic. Episode 33, Market Town, New Mutants Reveal. It's a zero watch for me, man. Really? I changed my mind. Now that I talk about it, you get me all fired up. It's a zero watch. And here's <laughs> is it a, because I keep on p- pushing you down? <laughs> and here's why. <laughs> you just keep taking me down further and further. Here's why. Use your use your powers, man. Okay, use your powers. That that's my biggest gripe is like no powers, and literally they had a rule in this hospital: don't use your powers. That was one that, of the rules. That's the storyline problem. Is like you set up this thing with mutants that have really cool powers. Oh, but let's put them in a hospital where they're not allowed to use them. Oh, that'll make for entertainment. Well, the whole, they even bring it up like it's like a a snake, like a venomous snake. The mm. the children are more poisonous um, than the adults, so like. These are brand new mutants. They are more uncontrollable. That's why they are. The rule is: do not use your powers unless that is your given time to use it. Yeah, to hell with rules, man. Um, <laughs> I think the storyline in of itself was. I thought it was fine. The hospital, like them, you know, trying to use their powers correctly and like learn the responsibility of their powers was fine. I think the meat for me, the ending um, was just super, just like not not my like style and I know it's comic book. I know it's like from the comic book and I respect that, that it's from the comic book, but like, I don't know, just something was disconnected for me where I just didn't, especially the last like three minutes of the movie. They, I mean, okay. Spoiler alert. Now that we're, we're this far into the show 
and it's my final take. I have to come true. I have to be clean on my final take. Spoiler alert. They, 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 they like defeat this big demon bear and they're like, oh, hey, look, there's no force field around the hospital anymore. Nearest mo- like the nearest town is like 20 miles away. Let's go check it out. And they just like walk away. And it's like, oh, okay. Well, like that, that's it. That's all right. That's it. Like, okay, you've escaped, I guess. I don't know. It just wasn't for me. And was it as bad as everybody says it is? Yeah, it was. And uh, uh, I think it's better than Dark Phoenix, but you've never okay, seen see, Dark Phoenix. So, like, I feel like you, you have to take a little grain of salt with yours. Listen. Oh, my gosh. You're Wow. Yeah. You're, you're putting me down on the show. <laughs> Listen, I'll watch Dark Phoenix this week, and I will come back even stronger. And I'll be like, wow, the New Mutants was just horse shit. It was just terrible. <laughs> So, no, or you'll be like, okay, yes, it is better than that. <laughs> and I'll be like, yeah, it's better than Dark Phoenix. <laughs> we'll never know until next week. And I, and I just did not feel like it was an X-Men movie. You said it's the last of Fox, like, and it holds no... But you've never seen the X-Men movies. L- listen, it holds, Everything <laughs> is a grain of salt with this review holds, for you. No, it holds, like, no risk, no weight. Um, Fox knew, like, nothing was coming after this, so they couldn't really play into anything. They couldn't lead into anything. Like, it doesn't pertain to anything else, I guess. Mm-hmm. And, like, I've been trained. We've been trained. Every single superhero movie that comes out is a lead-up to the next superhero movie. Mm-hmm. Like, those, the stings at the end and, like, a 10-year, like, you know, story arc for certain superheroes. And this movie just, like, just exists. So, there's that. I said it. I'm going to be the bad guy. And it's a no-time watch. And people are going to un- unsubscribe to the show. <laughs> but you know what? It's the risk risk we have to take. Being truthful, I think my responsibility to the truth. <laughs> no, I mean, I I, th- I understand that. I just think that you have you just don't have the full context of the stories. Could be, and so I think for it is a little bit of a grain of salt for you. So watching X Men movies would give me a better context for this movie. Yes, I think so. Okay, just because based off of like the, if you've seen where the series has gone and what they've done with throughout all the different things. Sure. I think you'd be a be better understanding of like what this movie is because it is part of that X-Men legacy and mm-hmm. what they've done. So to say like, does it fit? I mean, yes and no, it is a separate, but it is also part of this universe. So you can't just like ignore that. So, well, if you want me to change my mind, it's not, it won't just, happen. No, just watch all the movies. This is what I've been telling you. <laughs> just watch every single movie. I'll come back next week. I'll be like, Hey, I watch like, you know, whatever. 25 X-Men movies all in one week. My wife will not be very stoked. Um, yeah, that's all I've got to say about Dark Phoenix. It felt really... Dark Phoenix? Re- yeah, yeah. Exactly. That's all I've got to say about Dark Phoenix. That's <laughs> <laughs> all I've got to say about The New Mutants. It felt really, really good. I think you and I watched different movies. <laughs> <laughs> it felt really good to be back in a movie theater. We can both admit to that. Mm. That was nice. Yeah. That was fun. That was fun. That was fun. This was our final take. Do you have anything else to add to your final take before I shut it down? No, I think I've shut you down. (laughs) You have. That's why I'm closing the podcast out because I'm I'm, I'm defeated. I'm I'm at a loss. You can always send us uh, your final take through social media at Final Take Pod on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook. And we also have an email, finaltakepod at gmail.com, where we will read your final take on the show if you send us one. You can subscribe and listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, and it helps us become more discoverable. And we really enjoy seeing five orange stars. Makes us happy. We also have a show website at uh, anchor.fm backslash final dash take, where you can listen to all of our shows. You can leave us a voice message that we will put on the show. That's cool. Do it. Please. Do it. Do it. For next week's show, going back to the movie theater, baby. Yeah. We're going back to the movie theater and we are actually going to check out a good movie called Tenet. This just this little little known film by this little known director. Never heard of it. Christopher Nolan. Don't know who that who? is. I don't know. Go check out our uh, Christopher Nolan episode a few weeks back. Cannot wait to watch Tenet. I don't even know what the movie's about, to be honest. Nobody does. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody has any but ideas. But I'm looking forward to it. I cannot wait. And honestly, truth be told, it's surreal that we have reached this moment in time where it's like actually showing somewhere that we can travel to and go see. Yeah. I can't believe it. I'm just glad it's a 30-minute drive and not an hour (laughs) drive. Not an hour each way. 
it's going to be fantastic. And I'm going to say it right here and right now, it's going to be like a 100% spoiler review. Because you can't watch a Christopher Nolan movie and stay spoiler free, I don't think. Can't be done. I mean, let's let's watch the movie first, and then we'll determine <laughs> if that's the case. I'll tell you right now, it's going to be the best movie of 2020. That's I don't even need to see the movie. Well, I mean, there's a really stiff competition right now. <laughs> oh, sh- I forgot about Scoob. That was an yeah. excellent movie. <laughs> uh, Palm, Palm Springs, my guy Andy. Come oh, on. yeah, Palm Springs is okay. <laughs> it actually is pretty good. Um, thanks for listening. Be safe. Wear a damn mask. Do it. Socially distance. Do the damn thing. Mm-hmm. Go check out. Go watch some movies. Go watch yeah. some movies. Yeah, there's more than just uh, uh, New Mutants. Go see Bill and Ted. Yeah, go see go. Bill and Ted. Go see uh, Unhinged. Go see yeah. Tesla. Yeah. Go see movies. Yeah. All right. Be safe. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Ciao. Uh, 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 ciao. ciao.